Vítejte u podcastu Anglicky s kudrnatou holkou. Já se jmenuji Pavlína a budu si tu povídat s rodilými mluvčími z celého anglicky mluvícího světa o různých zajímavých tématech. Díky moc, že jste si tenhle kanál naladili a můžeme začít. everybody and welcome to today's episode. I'm super stoked to be welcoming my guest for today, my dear friend Annie Lothian, all the way from Australia. Hi Annie, how's it going? Hey Pav, I'm so excited to be here. And well today we're going to be talking about your breathtaking country. <laughs> I can't wait, my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> so you come from Melbourne, That yes. used to be the capital back in the days. I actually didn't know this, so <laughs> you're teaching me. <laughs> well, I found this on the internet that like it used to be the capital around 1904. I, I think that's right. It, I do kind of remember now that you said, but um, it was a surprising fact. <laughs> <laughs> a little history lesson for you as well, okay? <laughs> well, so what do you like about your town? What do I like about Melbourne? Um, I think it's just such a great place to live. Um, I think the quality of life, I guess it's kind of hard to explain, but you've lived in London, so you can appreciate this, but the quality of life is just, it's so much higher. Um, the, the pay, the cost of living, the, I think just the weather and everything has such a big impact on, well, for me, my happiness, the getting, you know, getting sun and, and all of that. Um, but that aside, I think there's just a lot going on. It's a really, you know, cultural city there's always some great cinemas, theatres and things like that, um, kind of like a little London. And food, everything, it's close to the beach, you've got green spaces, um, animals, everything. <laughs> so that's what I miss and that's what I like. And I mean, now that you mentioned animals, like the first thing that definitely comes to my mind <laughs> when I think of Australia is that, you know, it's just full of creatures that can quite literally kill you in a second. <laughs> so That is true. <laughs> And I've actually found like another fun fact that 21 of the world's 25 most venomous snakes actually are in Australia. <laughs> that is super wild. I know I agree with you. There are a lot of scary animals. I think there are a lot of cute animals too that sometimes people forget about when they're thinking of, of all the scary ones. But no, that's definitely true. I have a lot of experience, um, a lot of scary memories when I was little of you know, going out in the backyard to play and there would be a, a really a big poisonous snake and you'd have to just come inside and being out, you know, like camping and stuff and there would be spiders and snakes. And even when we were, at, I remember being at primary school and sometimes they'd have to send you, send you inside because there'd be a snake out in the playground and they'd be like, right, everyone get inside. <laughs> you'd have to like, go. no way. <laughs> yeah. And um, just giant spiders and what else? G sharks. Sharks, that's a big one. Oh my goodness. It is, there's a lot. It's a real eye-opener um, every time I go home because my parents, they kind of, they moved and they live kind of out in, in the countryside now, which is like animal central. And every time I go there, it's just such a, like I'm constantly on edge when I go outside because they get snakes and they get everything and it's it's fun, but it's it's scary. Can you sleep at night in peace? <laughs> Inside, yes. Outside, if we were to go like camping or something, no. <laughs> yeah, because also there are so many stories on the internet being like, you know, a snake in toddler's room just swinging. <laughs> or like 
in the toilet, like sometimes go to the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> or a snake in the bathroom. Yeah. A snake in the bathroom is yeah, a classic one. I, I'm no, we're lucky where we are. They're not. They're not. There's not that many. I think it's more like in the tropical areas of the country up north. They get they get the snakes in the toilets. Um, we've never had that. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh wow. And well, now we also mentioned sharks. So that crazy cage diving. Oh yeah, cage diving. Yeah, cage diving with sharks. That's like also a pretty mad thing to do. Is that just a touristy thing, or do you know anyone who would actually do that <laughs> in Australia? I, I think it's a. I think it's a touristy thing. I have not known anyone that would be willing to do that, especially growing up here. I think you're so scared of sharks. Um, I don't know why you'd willingly put yourself through that. <laughs> would you do it? I mean, you you come out to Australia. Are you going into a shark cage? If you gave me like one million, I don't know, British pounds, I would not do that ever <laughs> in my life. No, me either. I mean, maybe it's just me. I'm terrified of these animals. No, and I, I like I like to think of myself as an animal lover, but I just don't get why you'd want to be up close to something like that. Yeah, I agree. So you just said that you would not go camping in Australia. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty common thing for Czech and, I guess, Swedish oh, people as well to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to pack your bag, go for a little hike. And Sounds nice. <laughs> here in Sweden, you can sleep outside in the forest. They're like these... Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so... Yeah, but I just can't think of doing that in Australia because, like, I would just be really terrified that I would be instantly killed. Yeah, it's a tricky one. It's it's really popular. Like, everyone does it. It's a really popular thing to do. I think, yeah, I guess kind of like in Sweden and the Czech Republic, I there are, like, camping grounds. So I would definitely feel safer going somewhere like that. But I do remember, like, times when we've been young and we'd go down to, like, the beach or something and camp there and... It's just a scary time. <laughs> Snakes and animals and I'm not that much of an outdoor person, so it's not always in that enjoyable. But I mean the natural beauty is great. I remember that there was this one time I was camping with my dad and my little sister and we were in like a I went swimming in like a, a like a creek and we were like having fun and there was this European family just down in the river, like down with us. And next thing we know, these two like giant snakes came into the river and it was like it was one of those rivers where it's it was like so slippery and like kind of dangerous you couldn't really move around that much except to like we couldn't run out essentially and when you see a snake you're supposed to stay perfectly still and I think that was what really put me off camping because here I am with my little sister and this snake just crosses like slides down into the river and crosses like just crosses the river and um we just had to like stay like this and wait for it to pass oh wow a snake that's like super poisonous <laughs> oh wow so that's why that's why i was scared i just i was like oh it's not gonna swim it's not gonna come into the river but it just went straight on in and <laughs> it was so scary and because the water's clear like you can see everything and it was it was very scary very traumatic i still think of it <laughs> my brush with death i was kind of hoping that you would come here and be like oh it's actually it's it's fine this is it's all exaggerated but now that you I think no it it is fine I think if you're in the city and you're like sticking to main kind of touristy areas you'll be fine different parts of the country are like it depends where you are too um the more like more remote you go obviously the more likely you are to kind of experience these kind of animals um if you're in like desert areas and stuff too but 
like I went home recently for a bigger month and I didn't see a single scary snake or any animal like that like you're not gonna see them all the time yeah and I mean also that's what's making Australia so special as well it's very unique yeah yeah no and but no one else can see I, I agree and it's I think I definitely appreciate it more you know when you go away and you you know like I don't see any animals here even when I go like out to the countryside and um not that I want to see snakes but um kangaroos yeah kangaroos and things like that <laughs> definitely and uh i suppose that us europeans maybe we do picture australian guys as the hemsworth brothers chris <laughs> and lime is it liam or liam hemsworth liam liam hemsworth well they're tanned <laughs> and ripped and they're like always running on the beach with a surfboard under their arm so i mean i suppose that's not how all the men in australia look like <laughs> i mean my picture of australian men is people like my dad and brother <laughs> who have the biggest like beer guts and <laughs> obviously yeah you go down to the beach you're gonna see some some guys that look like the hemsworths It's not totally untrue. I think they're actually, I mean, they're better looking than the British. I can tell you that. But <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely over overdone. I don't know. Tell me what a Czech stereotype is. I've just turned the conversation. But Maybe also like, you know, with a glass of beer. That's like all I can think of. <laughs> Pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing really else comes to mind because we we're not, you know, you would picture a Swedish guy or woman with long blonde, blonde hair yeah, yeah blue eyes yeah but i don't know uh, if i were to say like one girl here she told me oh you look czech and i was like what, what? is that <laughs> yeah what does that mean <laughs> yeah i don't even know so and so uh could you give us names maybe just a few of aussies aussies is how you call australian people right it is yes aussies do you call yourself aussies or do other people call you aussies yeah no we, we say yeah it's We're, we're Aussies, we say it, definitely. Cool. So can you give us some names of Aussies that we should definitely know about? Apart from the Hemsworth. Apart from the Hemsworths, you're very important to know. I, I Yeah, I well, we both worked in film. So I was going to say, obviously, Kate Blanchett is one of my favourite Australian exports. <laughs> um, and in Australia too, she does a lot of um, a lot of good for like film and the arts scene. And I just wanted to single out a little, a director called Jennifer Kent who's making a lot of good films out of Australia recently. Check her out. What was what was her name again? Jennifer Kent. She did um some, she does like horror films. Um Okay. She's just cool. Who else? Um an Australian hero, Steve Steve Irwin. He people in America that I think really like him. He he had an animal TV show and he was quite quite a hero here when we were little growing up. Um he sadly was killed by a stingray. I don't know, he just he loved animals, um and Australian animals and he did a lot for I guess just teaching people about them and conservation. And one other quick one I wanted to point out was a guy named um Adam Goods. He he's an indigenous Australian and he plays um like football professionally in Australia um where he this was just recently too where he experienced a lot of racism for being indigenous um which was just horrible and he became quite a you know an anti-racist um indigenous advocate um and um and he's just i guess an important person to know in the australian landscape absolutely so and any aussie that we should follow on social media perhaps i i'm off social media now i don't know if you've noticed I, I'm not. I didn't want to recommend an influencer. I was just going to say the just generic. It's called Australia, like Instagram, Facebook, whatever page. 
it's kind of our tourism page but it has like millions of followers and all they do is just post like animal videos and stuff and low like Australian pictures of Australia um I find it really pretty and informative and it's a nice break from just influences and stuff when you're scrolling through your feed so that would be my recommendation cute animals that's all we need right at this point oh my god don't we <laughs> And, well, you know, Australia is a vast country and continent as well. And it's almost the same size as the US, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's correct. And But most of Australian people, you don't live far from the beach, right? Or from the coast, because there's desert in the middle. That's true, yeah. So where do people usually go for holidays? Like, do you travel around or do you usually fly over to, you know, someplace else? Oh, um I think when you travel like as a family when I was younger a lot of people um would stick to Australia um you would kind of just go if you don't go say you don't live in the cities you probably go visit Melbourne or Sydney or something um being from where I am like Melbourne a lot of people would travel up north because it's tropical um it's just really pretty up there um so like Queensland yeah you normally just you, it's so it's so far though like even Everything is just so far apart. Um, so, you'd, yeah, you'd probably just stay locally within somewhere you could drive to. Um, but otherwise, uh, Australians, a lot of them travel to Asia, Bali, Japan, places like that are quite quick to get to. Um, I mean, if you live in the north of Australia, it's it's faster for you to get to, like, Bali, for example, than it is for you to fly to Melbourne. Um, and, like, we're really close to New Zealand. That's popular. And even just like London, everyone comes to London, everyone comes to Europe. Um, those are really popular places. And now that you mentioned New Zealand, I'm wondering what's the relationship between <laughs> Aussies and Kiwis? People from Australia and people from New Zealand. You spoke to a Kiwi on here, didn't you? I did. It's a it's a rivalry. It's a friendly rivalry. Um, we know we're better than them, but <laughs> <laughs> obviously we're very close. We're very similar, like you said. Um, they're like our little brother. Um, I think it's kind of similar I guess in a way that America and Canada have a rivalry and even like Sweden and Denmark did I get that right they've got a bit of a, a thing going on Sweden and Norway Sweden and Denmark Sweden and Finland <laughs> they do with everyone everyone yeah it's they're they're like they're very much like us um and we're slightly jealous of them obviously they're handling coronavirus very well and they've got a, a great leader at the moment um and they yeah they're great we love them Love hate, <laughs> of course. <laughs> who's, who's your equivalent with um, the Czech Republic? Do they have their their rivals? Slovakia would be our little brother, I would say. I think that's like the closest relationship with another country we have. That's cute. Yeah. And what are some fun phrases or words you only say in Australia? So one of my favorite ones that I—it's an offensive one. I hope I can share it with you. Um, of course, <laughs> please do. <laughs> One of my favorite ones is people don't really use this kind of unironically, but it's not unheard of. And it's, um, we're not here to fuck spiders. Have you heard that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like, we're not here to mess around. We're not here to, if someone points out the obvious, you might be like, well, we're not here to fuck spiders. Um, mm -hmm. I just think it's so ridiculous, but so Australian. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> That's my favorite. Well, that's going to be my favorite too when I go to Australia. If you use it, I'll love you over there. <laughs> well, if I used it anywhere else, I think people would be like... She's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What on earth? <laughs> oh, wow. That's perfect. Other than that, 
they just kind of shorten every word like avocado would become like avo okay and when people hear your accent in london do mm-hmm. they like instantly know you're australian or yeah i think people here are pretty good at like picking it up um in when i was in america they would always think i was english um which is obviously annoying um <laughs> but yeah over here they're pretty good i think too we ha- we have some word differences that i learned over here um like we got i you probably you know pants like trousers so we call yeah. them pants here like in australia and apparently pants means like underwear in the UK. underwear so everyone every time i'm like oh i like your pants or like oh cool pants they'll be like sorry what <laughs> so that one always gets me what a creep what a creep <laughs> Exactly, it can cause offense. <laughs> yeah, like were you in my room when I was dressing up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how can you see? Um, yeah. That one always makes me laugh. Um, I can't think of others, but that's yeah, that was one of my big ones when I came here. Was having to like not say pants anymore. Yeah, so that was the biggest shock when you arrived. That was my big cultural shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I suppose that you know Europe and Australia are pretty similar culturally and i guess linguistically i mean because you're in the uk anyways mm-hmm. well that's hard for me to say in the uk because i think the uk is quite like a little bit european but maybe not super european um i guess it depends like i find in australia i think they're super laid back which i think doesn't really translate in the uk but i find you know like in spain and that they're obviously very in italy <laughs> they're obviously very like laid back the people are super friendly like i've never been to the czech republic like, but you're super friendly so i imagine <laughs> um yeah i guess it depends where you are because then obviously germans can be quite like abrupt stern and and stern quite scary but um yeah it's i guess say yeah we're definitely culturally quite very close to uk and uh, i know you love traveling around europe so what was the place you liked the most i mean you just said that you've never been to prague so that's going to be your top one obviously when you go When I, I was supposed to go this year and I'm so sad. Obviously my flights got cancelled. Um and I'm I'm gutted. I really wanted to go. But my favorite probably I love Berlin. I really like, you know, like Stockholm and Copenhagen. I think I know they're different, but I think they're both very cool. Um and the quality of life over there, like I'm you're experiencing it. It's I think it's amazing. Um and they're just such Yeah, such cool places. Um, I really like Budapest. My sister used to live there. I imagine Hungary is kind of similar to the Czech Republic, or am I getting that wrong? Mm, well, I don't know. Depends on how you look at it, I suppose. Like, you know, the language is completely different. Mm-hmm. They say that Hungarian is pretty similar to Finnish. Oh, really? Yeah, because like Swedish, Norwegian and Danish are a little similar. And then Finnish is like completely different linguistic branch which is the same one as Hungarian. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. I mean, when I was in Budapest, it kind of reminded me of Prague, so I guess you're right. <laughs> well, I like Budapest, but yeah, I can't wait to go to Prague. It'll be on my list for next year if, if things open. Absolutely, so. I'll, I'll host you. And, well, I'm wondering, not speaking about COVID now, obviously, but under normal circumstances, how often would you go back home? Because I know it must be pretty hard, you know, it's just so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so far and it's 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 quite expensive. Um I try lately I've been tr- going like the last few Christmases um just because it's obviously nice to go see your family at Christmas and I get to hit up summer there again and I get to take quite a bit of time off. So, yeah, I try and go once a year, but sometimes it's every like two two years. Um 
which is which is fine for me. I mean, it's easy with social media and everything to stay in touch with your family these days. And I've been lucky that a lot of my siblings have, you know, been living in Europe or traveling through Europe um, since I've been here. So I don't feel totally disconnected. That's good. And well, you also mentioned Christmas, which must be a, a very interesting period of the year because it's in the middle of summer for you, right? <laughs> it is, yes. For me, totally normal. What's interesting is coming over here where it's where it's freezing. <laughs> Uh, yeah I, people always ask me this they're always like oh it must be so weird having a warm Christmas and again like that's that's what I've always experienced um I guess because we always everything we see in film and stuff is like a white Christmas um so I can understand like that to me feels like Christmas as well for us I don't know it's weird you it's hot you don't really eat like you have like a barbecue or you go to, we generally go to the beach and stuff um I saw pictures of like Santa Claus on the beach it's very common <laughs> it's yeah it's weird I think what I do miss is like generally it's like too hot to like eat you know like traditional kind of warm Christmas foods like turkey and stuff because you just don't want to eat that when it's like 30 40 degrees but it's still nice it's still Christmas I guess (laughs) yeah it's just completely different vibe but I guess still cool I think if you can try and experience it for once because it's yeah completely different vibe but I do I I do love a, a winter Christmas I think there's something just yeah very cozy about it yeah it's magical and well can you ever see yourself going back home and settling down over there I think so um yeah I I don't generally like think too far forward in the future but I definitely think I can see myself ending up back there one day I think just the things I miss most to kind of draw me back um mainly the weather (laughs) it sounds so lame but it does yeah have such a big impact I guess um on what you're able to do and your mood my mood at least um doesn't sound lame at all I live in Scandinavia our winters are usually four months when like you don't see the sunshine I mean you do sometimes yeah your days are really short aren't they yeah the the days are very short there's no sunshine so I do know that you know the weather does have an impact so yeah it's not lame at all what you're saying good good um I think I just miss like the nature, like how how pretty it is, I guess, and how how much green space there is. The people are just so laid back, and yeah, just the, the quality of living and the pay and everything. I think those kind of things would draw me back. Obviously, my family too. <laughs> so, but not leave them out. Um, yeah. Of course. Well, that's a great way to end this. Thank you so much for being our guide around down under. Do you, do you actually do you actually say that down under? Kind of. I think it's more like an American thing. Okay. I'll take it. You can say it. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. This has been great fun. And no, thank you, Pav. So good to talk to you. And thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode as well. And I hope to see you next week. Bye.